episode number 217. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach, Janine S. Brand. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I hope you are well. So I'm going to be talking about how to become top pick for the role that you really want. I've been talking about different aspects of visibility and how you can make sure that you are positioning yourself for the types of opportunities that you want. And so today I want to talk about becoming the top pick. The reason why I think this is important is sometimes when we are looking at the things that we want and looking at the opportunities that we desire, we are very much focused on what we want, which makes sense. It totally makes sense that we're focused on what we want, but that isn't the only element, that isn't the only thing or the only perspective that we need to keep in mind when we are positioning ourselves for opportunities. Here's the thing, when we are thinking about our career development and our career advancement, oftentimes we're focused on where it is that we want to go, what it is that we want to achieve, why it is that we want to achieve it. And it makes sense. If you think about how we are educated and how the education system is set up, it's all about what it is that you do with the information that you learn. So you learn some things over a period of time and then you need to retain what it is that you learn and then you need to be able to regurgitate what it is that you've learned in an exam setting. So it's like learn it, retain it, regurgitate it. Whether or not you're able to retain that information and able to deliver it on an exam paper or deliver it verbally, that is the thing that determines whether or not you get a good grade. So it's almost like the time that you spend digesting that information there's a direct correlation between that and the output. It's like, well, if you have revised, if you have paid attention to what it is that you've learned, then you're going to end up with a good result. And for some people that works, for the people who are able to retain a lot of information and who have the, the patience to sit down and revise and then have that information reformatted in a way that is aligned with what the examiners are looking for, it works. For some people, it doesn't work so well because maybe their brains aren't wired that way. That's a whole conversation for another time in terms of education and how it's all structured. But I think it's important to pay attention to that when we're considering how we then operate in the workplace. So sometimes many of us are taking that same mentality into the workplace, that the amount of time that you spend on something has a direct correlation to the outcome. And it doesn't always work out that way. So when you think about if you are a professional, if you are someone who works in a corporate setting, oftentimes there is that mindset that I need to be seen to be showing up and I need to be seen to be committed. And the way that I demonstrate that is by the amount of time that I spend in the office. So that FaceTime culture where it's like, well, I need to spend more time in the office or I need to show that I am online for a longer amount of time. I need them to be able to know that I am working hard. That is something that people even naturally do, subconsciously do, where it's like, if I'm not spending a lot of time on something, then they're going to think that I'm not actually working hard. And it isn't always the case that the more time that you spend, 
the more output that there is. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you've been drafting an email or you've been working on a report or you've been working on something for a while and really you've been sitting at, at, at a blank screen for a long time? So it's like, yeah, I'm working on this thing, but things aren't clicking. Like you're sitting there, you're trying to work on something, you're trying to produce, but for whatever reason, you have writer's block, for whatever reason, you're not able to like fully articulate your thoughts. And so you're spending a lot of time on something, could be hours, but the output isn't there. So it's like you could spend a long time drafting something, come to the end of it and be like, this isn't even good. Delete, delete, delete. But then on another time, on, in another instance or on another occasion, you might say, do you know what? I'm going to take a break from this. You go out, you have a run, you go for a jog, you walk the dog, you do whatever, and you come back and within 20 minutes, you're able to draft that thing. So you could have spent a couple of hours and not create anything, or you could spend 20 minutes and create something that's brilliant. I'm sharing that example with you because we need to look at the way that we're considering output and the way that we're considering success when it comes to the results that you are achieving. Why is this relevant to being the top pick for the opportunity that you want? It's relevant because the way that we're looking at the results is important. If we are just looking at results from a place of how much time that we're spending, we're missing an opportunity to really position ourselves to make an impact without putting in so much more effort. And here's why. If you are working for an organization and you are really cognizant of what it is that they're trying to achieve, and when I say that, when I say they or they, I'm talking about your, your, your team, I'm talking about your organization, what are they actually trying to achieve? When you are clear on that and you understand what the goal is, even if this is a target organization, so if you're not looking for a promotion but you're looking to move elsewhere, if you understand what it is that is important to them, then you're able to properly diagnose what results actually look like, what good results actually look like. Because if you are just working hard but you're not working hard at the right things, then you're not moving the needle and you're not getting results that matter. Whereas if you are clear on what the results are that they're looking for and what it is that they're trying to achieve, you're able to tailor and target your effort in the right place, in the right place. And so if you understand what it is that they're looking for, if you understand what it is that they're trying to achieve, then you're able to be more strategic and intentional about what it is you're spending your time doing and what it is you're spending your time talking about and amplifying and demonstrating when you're going through an application process. So what you're able to achieve and what you're able to do and what you're able to deliver is aligned with the result that somebody is trying to achieve and where someone's trying to get, then you become a no-brainer solution. Like you become a solution to a problem. In organizations, ultimately, they're trying to achieve something. That's why they exist. They're, they're trying to increase their profit. They're trying to expand market share. They're trying to impact lives. They're trying to do something. So if you are making sure that what it is that you are delivering as a solution through the work that you're going to be doing, if you're able to make sure that that is clear and there's a clear alignment between that and what they're trying to achieve, you become the no-brainer. It's like, oh, she gets it. She understands what it is we're trying to achieve and she knows how her existing experience is going to help us get there. And she knows how her expertise is aligned. And she knows how to spend the time doing the things that actually move the needle versus just doing busy work. So if you are somebody who's saying, I want to position myself as the top pick 
for the type of opportunity that I want, I want you to start thinking about how am I actually approaching the work that I'm doing? How am I actually approaching how I'm speaking about or how I am positioning myself or how I am marketing myself as an option? Am I doing it from a place of what I want and what I know and what I can do? Or am I doing it from a place of what they want, what they need, what I can help them with? Because the latter is actually the thing that's going to get you noticed more. Because most people will say, okay, as soon as they're looking for an opportunity or they want to do something new with their careers, the first thing that they focus on is, I need to update my CV. I need to update my LinkedIn profile. And when I'm working with clients and they come to me and we're at the beginning of the process and they're like, okay, Janine, I know I need to update my CV and my LinkedIn profile. My question to them is like, with what? If you don't yet know what it is you're targeting and if you're not clear on what it is the organization needs or wants, what exactly are you putting on your LinkedIn profile? And what exactly are you putting on your CV? Because whatever it is that you put on there is going to be very generic and not targeted because you don't even know what you're targeting yet. And so that is a very like me focused situation. Like I, I need to feel like I'm making progress. I need to feel like I'm doing something. So I'm going to jump in. I'm going to update my documents. It's like, it's not about what you need to feel. It's about what are you trying to do and what are you trying to achieve for the organization that you want to move into? And if you want to do and achieve stuff for them, you need to understand what that is so that you can position yourself as an answer to their problem, as a solution to their issue. Because they are not hiring you to pay you a high five-figure or six-figure salary just for the sake of hiring you and paying you that money. They're hiring you and paying you that money because you are helping them to solve a problem within their organization. So understand what that problem is first so that you can position yourself as an answer to that problem. Okay? So that is how you're going to position yourself as top pick for the role that you really want. It isn't about just jumping straight in and updating your CV or your your uh, LinkedIn profile. It isn't about just saying, okay, what are my transferable skills? Yes, all of those things are relevant. All of those things matter, but in the right order, at the right point in the process. So I hope that is helpful for you. That is what I wanted to break down today. Thank you so much for joining. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. What I know to be true from working with over 100 amazing female professionals is that you may be the best kept secret in your organization, in your industry, in your space. And there are opportunities out there waiting for you. So if you are somebody who wants to take up one of those opportunities, if you want to make a big, bold move in the next three to six months, and you want to do it in a way that isn't stressful, that isn't time consuming, that doesn't have you feeling burnt out, then lean in because the Career Changemaker program is back and we are looking to support 10 female professionals who are ready to move into a role with more impact, more meaning and more pay in the next three to six months. If you want to understand how to leverage your existing experience, how to position yourself to attract opportunities to you so you don't have to chase them and land a role that allows you to position yourself as a thought leader in your space, you want to apply for this cohort of the program. We start on the 1st of May and we will be running for three months and there are a limited number of spots. So if this sounds interesting to you, if this sounds like what you need right now in terms of support, then I encourage you to apply without delay. Head over to careerchangemakers.com 
forward slash CCM program, submit your application, I will review it. And if I think that the program could be a good fit, we can jump on a call and explore what that looks like. So make your application today because we haven't got long before we get started. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, then I want to remind you that caring is sharing. Share this episode out with somebody else and head over to your podcast app to leave us a rating and review. For every rating and review that you leave, it helps us reach more people. It helps more people find the show. So I'd appreciate it if you go and do that right now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.